This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. The Henry Morgan Show? Emersharp, manufacturer of Emersharp chick injector razors and blades and famous Emersharp precision writing instruments, brings you the Henry Morgan Show, featuring Bernie Green and his orchestra, and a few surprises. Good evening, anybody. Here's Morgan. Thank you very much. Every once in a while on this show, we publish a radio edition of your daily newspaper, the Morgan Daily Gazette. Our newspaper comes in several editions, and just like every other newspaper, the earliest edition is called Late Edition. (laughs) The earliest edition, called Late Edition, is Thursday's paper, which comes out late Wednesday. Uh, That is, the early uh, evening of the edition is is the... After that comes the... Later edition, then latest, final, five-star final, and then, oops! (laughs) This is the oops edition. Because of the freedom of the press, any American has the right to start a newspaper. All he needs is courage, integrity, $10 million. In fact, if he has $10 million, he doesn't need courage and integrity. (laughs) In fact, if he... Uh, slightly radical applause there. <laughs> Of course, the backbone of the American newspaper Is the small town editor Small town editor is generally fearless Outspoken Says what he likes Whether it pleases his publisher or not uh, This kind of small town editor Usually winds up in a much smaller town <laughs> But the newspaper today is a vital part of everyday American life. In millions of homes, every morning, the husband and wife come down to breakfast, and the morning paper provides them with subjects for cheerful, gay table conversation. Like this couple. Honey, listen to this. Prices are really going down. Here's a mink coat reduced from $1,500 to $1,498. Isn't that wonderful? Mm. Mmm. Honey, the West End Lady Civic League is having a lecture on making your marriage happier through electrotherapy. Would you like to go? Um. Oh, look, darling. They're making ladies' suits out of pigskin trimmed with organdy. Don't you think that would look attractive on me? Uh. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. If you don't stop grunting at me, I'm going to dump this pot of coffee all over your bald head. The joke in there somewhere. I don't know what we did. <laughs> However, to go on, newspapers also supply us with great thinkers to tell us what's going on in the world. The year is 1945, and two men are discussing a newspaper. Say, Harry, I see where Westlake Pegbrook says that OPA is keeping prices up. He says if we want lower prices, we better get rid of OPA. Yeah. The year is 1946. <laughs> year is 1946, and the same two men are discussing a newspaper. Say, Harry, I see where Westlake Pegbrook says that the unions are keeping prices up. 
He says if we want lower prices, we better get rid of the union. Yeah? <laughs> One year later... Hey, Harry, I see where Westlake Pegbrook says that people buying things are keeping prices up. What does he want us to get rid of? I think people. <laughs> well, from what Westlake Pegbrook says, we got to get rid of something. Well, how about Westlake Pegbrook? <laughs> Another advantage of the newspaper is... That it gives people a broader outlook on life Helps people see the more cheerful aspects of the world they live in Like these two women Oh, Agnes, look at this Mrs. Malloy is suing her husband Because he beat her every morning with a broom handle <laughs> Oh, isn't that awful? <laughs> and Agnes, listen to this Old Banker Moore died And left all his money to build a home for orphan porcupines He left his widow enough car fare to visit them once a week <laughs> About one of our dearest friends, Luella Gans. She went into the hospital for a simple tonsil operation, and they found she has a rare disease that makes her bark like a dog. Oh, isn't that simply horrible? <laughs> oh, here's the weather. It says rain tomorrow. Rain? Oh, that newspaper is so depressing. <laughs> Well, let's open the Morgan Daily Gazette to the letters to the editor column, which is read very widely by people who write letters to the editor. Here it is. Page seven, we the people write. Dear editor, your cooking column yesterday advised us to make an Irish lamb stew. My problem is, where can I buy an Irish lamb? <laughs> Signed, Orangeman. Dear editor, your paper has had a lot of editorials against the factories which produce all that smoke or smog. Why don't you mind your own business? Smoke is a lot better than you think. Signed, Dr. B.J. Jones, throat specialist. Dear editor, my name is Gerard. And I'm in Sunny Cal now for four weeks now. Everybody says it's wonderful here. All I can say is, eh. <laughs> How come at 11 o'clock at night the whole town goes to sleep, you can't even find a drunk on the street to talk to? <laughs> I think the whole place is full of deadheads, and I think it should be investigated. Signed, I'm sick up to my ears. <laughs> Dear editor, I've been reading about the Hollywood investigation in Washington, and I'm disgusted. I think it's nothing but a witch hunt. Signed, a witch. Page five. An advertisement. In great big letters, it says... Eversharp, Chick, Injector, Razor... Then in littler letters it says, America's fastest shave with the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor. Then in little letters it says, On sale at all leading drugstores. I notice... 
I notice that these days almost everything is on sale at leading stores. What happens in the trailing stores? <laughs> Don't they have anything to sell? Maybe the way it works is this. The salesman goes on the road for the Eversharp Company, and he comes to a trailing drugstore. The druggist orders ten razors. The salesman whips out his order book, pats the druggist on the head with it, and he says, Arise, druggist. From now on, you will be known as a leading drugstore. <laughs> then, thank you very much, Sanket Trombone. <laughs> then the advertisement always says, Buy one today. Did you know that the company would make just as much money if you didn't buy it till tomorrow? As a matter of fact, this is a pretty silly time of night to go out to buy anything. If I were you, I'd stay home and listen to the radio. Here's a really strange item. It says, musician named Stanley Freeberg gives peculiar concert. take a look at a page in the paper which isn't read by many people. The news page. <laughs> Let's glance over the headlines on page one of the Morgan Daily Gazette and see what vital things have been happening today. Say, this sounds interesting. Film actor divorces wife for mental cruelty. Claims every night before going to bed she refused even to look at his picture. Wife asserts his picture ran two and a half hours. <laughs> Another headline. <laughs> Another headline says, Woman claims battering husband's brains out with monkey wrench was accident. Meant to fix his automobile, she says. Did not mean to fix his wagon. <laughs> sort of a pun, you might say. Here's a fascinating news story on page three. It says, On 35th birthday, King of Ruritania reviews Navy maneuvers. King appears in Admiral's regalia. Wearing all his medals. Always wanted to know about those uniforms and all those medals. Let's look behind the scene of this news item as the king prepares for this occasion. 
I beg pardon, your imperial, exquisite, magnificent, royal highness. Yeah. <laughs> this is the day you are supposed to review the Navy, your highness. Oh, hot diggity, I can wear my sailor suit. I approve of that decision, your highness, as your minister, plenipotentiary, and secretary of state. Thanks, Mac. Uh, uh, Mac, can I wear my big sword today? I think you'd better not, your highness. You know how it drags. Oh. Remember last year when you turned around, your sword tripped the foreign minister and he fell right off the balcony? Yeah, but we saved his pension money. <laughs> well, if I can't wear my sword, I'm not going. All the other kings wear their swords. But you know you're shorter than they are. Max, remember, I am your highness. But you're only a five-foot highness. Max, watch your tongue. You're talking to his majesty, King Arnold, X-B-I-I-I. But, Your Highness, you can wear your medals, as many as you want. My medal? Oh, Peachy, let's see. I, I, I think I'll wear the gold medal that Parliament gave me for waving back at the crowds. And a platinum one with my profile in diamonds and rubies that I got for winning third place in a high school broad jump. What about the one given you by the Royal Order of the Garter for wearing your garters? No, I didn't like that medal. It itched my leg. I like the kind of garters where no medal can touch you. Well, uh, you're all dressed, Your Highness Oh, don't you want to wear your medal of the royal bar? No, I lost it You did? Yeah While I was wearing it, the royal plug came out And it went down a royal drain Page six News item of vital interest to all of us The headline says... Governor John B. Meathook denies he's interested in presidential nomination. Tours country in active campaign of denial. <laughs> then the article says, Governor Meathook and his party arrived today in Cactus, Nebraska. He was greeted at the station by a group of loyal Boy Scouts who left immediately after learning he wasn't Pee Wee Reese. The governor... <laughs> I beg your pardon Some of this seems awfully funny to me The, the governor stopped at the farm You're entitled to your opinion This is a free country By gosh, it is The governor stopped at the I don't blame you in the least but If you don't want it The governor stopped at the farm of an old friend Where he shook hands with a number of well-wishers Whom he found at the bottom of an old well <laughs> You're wrong It's not as good as the other joke It was at this farm that the governor was interviewed by reporters and photographers. How about a story, governor? Certainly, my friends. You mind if I lean on this hoe while we talk? As you can see, I'm just a man of the soil, just plain folk. We know, governor, but uh, why don't you make yourself comfortable and put down that cow? <laughs> Soon as I take the picture, boys, I... Yes, sir, I'm just a man of the soil. Just look at these fingernails. What about them? They're filthy. <laughs> I'm proud of this dirt. Good American dirt. Back home, got trunks filled with it. Governor, we'd like to ask you about some things that people are vitally interested in before they cast their votes. Go right ahead, young lady. I'm vitally interested in the people before they cast their votes. <laughs> well, 
Well, Governor, how do you stand on the question of foreign loans? I stand four square. But, Governor... <laughs> Governor, exactly what is four square? Sixteen. <laughs> That's arithmetic, friends. American arithmetic. Don't let any foreign power tell you different. Governor, you recently toured all of Europe. Uh, what did you find there? A lot of foreigners. <laughs> Yes, I see. And uh, did you find out anything about the people there? How could I? Most of them couldn't talk English. <laughs> Why, Europe is filled with uneducated people. Getting back to domestic issues, Governor, how do you feel about one of our leading senators' idea of eating less? I think it'll do them good. <laughs> Talking about the senator, do you think he can swing the West? Yes, indeed. Not sure to which party. <laughs> and finally, Governor, you still say you're not a candidate for president? Yes. I will say it and keep saying it till the day I'm nominated. <laughs> well, thank you, Governor. It was an honor to talk to a man who may well be our next president, if we're not careful. <laughs> Page 12, the comic section. Let's see. <laughs> hey, here's a funny comic. The happy-go-lucky axe murderers. <laughs> oh, here's a better one. Terry and the burlesque queen. <laughs> That's a few. Oh, here's my favorite. Little Orphan Sadie. Let's read that one, huh? First box. Little Orphan Sadie says... Gloriosity, Sandy. It's a really and truly gloriosity day, isn't it, Gloriosity? Arf, arf! Gloriosity, just think Daddy Solbucks will soon be home again From his big business trip to the Sahara Desert Where he set up a whole chain of hot dog stands Right, Sandy? Arf, arf Gloriosity, I was beginning to miss Daddy Solbucks I'm glad he was only gone 30 years this time <laughs> But I always say, it doesn't matter how long he's gone, as long as when he comes back, you know that even though he went away, he's back. Right, Sandy? Far, far. <laughs> and as I was saying to cheerful, cheerful old Mr. Poverty Stricken, who lives in that nicely decorated swamp, <laughs> I said, it doesn't matter how poor you are, you can still be happy as long as you're stupid. What do you think, Sandy? Eh, I mean, arf, arf! <laughs> oh, Sandy, looky, looky, and Gloriosky, it's Daddy Sawbucks coming in through the drain pipe. <laughs> Daddy Sawbucks, Daddy Sawbucks, it's you, it's you, oh, Daddy, 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 it's you! I, uh... Daddy Sawbucks, Daddy Sawbucks, it's you, it's you, it's you! All right, break it up, break it up. <laughs> But it's good to see you both. Sandy, stop wagging your tail and say hello to your old daddy. Arf, arf! And little orphan Sadie, say hello to daddy Sawbucks. Arf, arf! <laughs> little Sadie, you never change. You're just as bright as when I left. But daddy Sawbucks, you're home again for keeps, aren't you? Yeah, for keeps. Gloriosity, let me give you a big fat kiss. Well, I gotta be leaving. Goodbye, little orphan Sadie. I'm off on a very, very important trip. 
Where are you going, Daddy Sawbuck? To Italy. I have to build a great big cork to put into Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> but before I go, I want to give you a little something that'll bring you good luck. Close your eyes. Now look in your hand. Glorioski! Ten million dollars! Yes, all in singles. Well, goodbye, little orphan. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye, Daddy Sawbuck. Oh, he's gone again, Sandy. He's gone. Arf, arf. Well, back to the little old orphan asylum. Arf, arf. Ah, shut up. <laughs> And now, the gossip column. In Austria, they call gossip Trich something like that, which is also the name of a polka by Strauss, which is also an arrangement by our conductor, Bernie Green. Mister, are you a blade jockey? Do you keep jumping from one make of razor blade to another, always looking for a better shave? If so, you've got the wrong idea. Switching blades isn't the answer. Switch to a different razor, sir. A modern razor. The Eversharp Schick Injector. Yes, sir. The Eversharp Schick Injector outmodes, outspeeds, outshaves any razor you've ever used. It's made differently, handles differently, shaves differently. And man, what a difference your face feels. Cleaner, cooler, more refreshed. It's 50% faster, 100% safer, 200% smoother. Sure, it's the only razor with the automatic blade changer. Try the Eversharp Schick Injector for one week. See for yourself. No blades to unwrap, nothing to take apart. Just push-pull, click-click. Out goes the old blade, in goes the new. It's a $1.75 value, special. Now, only a dollar and a quarter, complete with 20 blades. Special, now, only a dollar and a quarter, complete with 20 blades. For the shave of your life, the rest of your life, remember, push-pull, 
click, click. Change blades that quick. That's ever sharp, shick. And now we come to the sports page. The football season is well underway, and it certainly is invigorating to hear once again the sound of foot on pigskin, the crunch of foot on face. I always say... Always say there's nothing better to do on a nice fall day than watch a football game. Unless you have something better to do. Say, Henry, here's a familiar headline. Colleges decry professionalism in college football. And it's an interview with Marmaduke Morgan, All-American tackle at Northeastern Southwestern University. Let's see what he has to say about college football players being paid. Okay? You are Marmaduke Morgan. Whatever it says on my sweater, bud. You have trouble remembering your own name? I got other things in my mind, bud. Yes. Well, Morgan is a rather unusual name. Yeah. That's a funny thing. I only knew one other Morgan. Who was that? My father. His first name was Marmaduke, too. I, uh, forget his last name. Um, uh, Morgan? You know my old man. (laughs) Now about your college, Marmaduke. Just where is Northeastern Southwestern? Uh, you got me there, bud. They take me back and forth by bus. <laughs> what, uh... What courses are you taking, Marmaduke? Physics, chemistry, math? Huh? I mean at the college. What classes do you attend? Classes? How do you like that? I always wondered what went on in them buildings. <laughs> Getting, uh, getting back to football, Marmaduke, what do you think of professionalism in college football? I decry professionalism in college football. You don't think college football players should be paid? Who said anything about that? <laughs> do you get money from... Do you get money from the university? Uh, yeah, I get 75 bucks a week, uh, but not for playing football, for services rendered. Oh, what, uh, what kind of services? Well, it's one of my jobs to shovel snow off the campus. Is that a hard job? I don't know, bud. It ain't never snowed. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what other services do you render? Well, in case of a cyclone, uh, it's my job to stand in front of the gymnasium and holler, Cyclone! Cyclone! <laughs> No, uh, no, no cyclones. Nope. No snow, no cyclones. Nope. Well, that seems like an easy way to make $75 a week. What do you mean, easy? Don't forget, bud, I also gotta play football. (laughs) And now, the woman's page. This contains menus by Prudence Nickel. Uh... She used to be Prudence Penny, but you know the joke. (laughs) Menu for today. Oxtail soup. First, catch one ox and... Well, let's look at the, um... Let's look... Let's look at the helpful hints uh, for housewives. Here's one. If you like three-minute eggs boiled five minutes, uh, you don't like three-minute eggs. (laughs) To make your husband's den... We got about 40 here. You just sit them out. Um, where were we? Oh, to make your husband's den look more attractive, keep your husband out of it. <laughs> Way in back of the paper, you always come to the booby hatch section. First, there's the astrologist. 
He says, today, Sagittarius is in Saturn. So, if it's your birthday, it's a good day for dancing with your dentist. It's a bad day for falling off an ocean liner. Tell you the truth, if you believe that stuff, I don't care whether you shave or not. Then, of course, there are the amusements. I get the most amusements out of the movie ads. For instance, coming soon, don't miss that great lover, Junior Quilts, and gorgeous Laura Fedora in the sequel to The Outlaw. The In-Law. <laughs> Written by Joe Bananas. Directed by Harry Cabbage. Produced by Louis Potato. Investigated by Parnell Thomas. <laughs> For school, birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, and business gifts, remember, the best gift of all is an Eversharp CA pen. Has foolproof 1948 cartridge with triple ink supply. The Eversharp CA pen, formerly $6.95, now only $3.95. Morgan will be on the same corner in front of the cigar store again next week at the same time. Sharp manufacturers of Eversharp chick injector razors and blades invite you to tune in same time, same station next week when Eversharp will again bring you The Henry Morgan Show. This is Jay Stewart saying goodnight for Eversharp. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. <laughs>